Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, June 26th. Our top stories for the day. I'm going to do one about the U.S.-Mexican border situation, also known as hell on earth right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat is going to take one about the Democratic presidential debates, going to give us a preview of everything we should expect to see tonight and tomorrow night. This is our Super Bowl. Well, Liberal I'd say it's more like the combine. This is our combine. This is our draft. Right. Yeah, this is our Lead draft. Up. Yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe draft. There we go. Uh, and then Wes will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. All right. I have called this story uh, fix the fucking border already because it's just ridiculous. It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. And on Tuesday, all of the real border problems came to light in the U.S. government, not just AOC calling things concentration camps that probably aren't or Trump saying that Mexico is going to pay for the wall and whatever else they're going to pay for. We're talking about the harsh reality that the border is overfull of detained immigrants and nobody in the fucking government, the pathetic government, has a clue how to fix it. So, I mean, we've been talking about this for months, guys. I mean, what, what have we said in the past? You know, like they, they need to, you know, make legislation, make change some rules. They know how to fix it. This is like my weight. I know how to fix it. I'm just not willing to do what I need to do. Well, well, what are you asking when you say, what do you think? Like, fix the current situation or fix the just immigration issues altogether? No, like, we're like, so we've covered how there's like, you know, tons of backlog cases, right. asylum seekers. There's uh, years and years, like decades of backlog court cases that they're just not addressing because they don't have enough uh, legal, you know, legal, legal help. I think it, you do. So. You do one day of Red Rover, Red Rover, where you get all you get all <laughs> the militiamen together. <laughs> And you, you have fire starting pistol and your red rover, whoever gets in, in, and then you reset. That's what you do. Hmm. I think I think that that would be a better approach than what they're doing now, which is absolutely fucking nothing. So, so just Tuesday, men. Yeah. What's that? No, just we, men. Women could red rover, too. Yeah, but they're not going to get in. Well, you, are you kidding? They're, they're, they're smaller. They're more deft. They're cl- clever. They're going to be going mm. through legs. Maybe. They're going to be using their womanly abilities Kids to, and to distract the Minutemen. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, I think that that's a better solution than what's happened so far, which is absolutely nothing. Uh, The first domino to fall on Tuesday when all this shit hit the fan was the resignation of U.S. Customs and Border Protection lead John Sanders. Uh, Sanders is resigning due to all of the reports coming out that led AOC to describe the detention centers as concentration camps. Basically, they're just completely packed. This is with kids. No beds, no soap, no toothpaste or toothbrushes. Barely any food, and the lights are always on. So it's like uh, the sick waiting room at a pediatrician's office, except you're locked in and you can never leave. So Ugh, pretty bad. You know what? There, I don't blame Sanders for for uh, 
for resigning? Because there's certain jobs that you end up in in this life that you, you, there's no amount of money that's worth doing. Yeah. You know? Well, he's also yeah, he was also inept at it because he was like he just let all this shit happen and probably didn't raise the flag soon enough. But yeah. also he may not have had the power to do it anyway. So it could just be formality. He, Who knows? He's like the FEMA director um, after Katrina. He just, just quits. Get me, get me out of here, bro. Yeah. You get you kind of got to you're just you're just done. You can't once once it gets this bad under your watch, you're done. Don't worry, though. They're bringing in the head of ICE. That's Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Mark Morgan. Uh, to take this guy's place, so surely the guy, the head of ICE, will know what to do with. What are children. the odds that Mark Morgan is jacked up? He is probably jacked uh, he's, up. He's not. He's 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 not no, bringing in Michael Jackson dead. to take care of all these kids. He's dead, Wes. <laughs> yeah, but similar. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's two thousand kids or over two thousand kids in this permanent sick room scenario, and of course all of the adults that are being held as well, and the hundreds of thousands of backlogged asylum seekers, like we were talking about earlier, scattered wherever the fuck they are. Basically, it's like we filled up a bunch of Costco's and Costco parking lots full of starving people. And we just had no idea what we were ever going to do with them at all. Uh, and the situation is so shitty border agents and border patrol can't even accept private donations. So people are trying to give diapers or water or whatever to help the situation. But due to federal regulations, again, the, the government could fix if they didn't have their heads up their asses. Uh, the border patrol can't accept this. That's because bullshit. It's a federal wow. regulation, they can't. That's fucking bullshit. It's it, it, sometimes you just got to be like, "Are we humans?" Okay, then I let's agree. accept the gift that we need for these children. Also, well, except for all the people arguing about whether or not to build a wall on Capitol Hill, can't agree on anything, so they can't change any of the rules over months and months and months while this shit's been building up. This is definitely something that Trump could sign one of the you know his executive orders to allow that type of shit to be you know diapers and donations like sign an order actually i think that border patrol the reason that this is such an issue border patrol falls under i believe they're funded strictly by congress hmm. um and so i think the regulations may have to go through congress hmm. i'm not i'm not completely sure but that's what i kind of got the gist of when i was reading that it's like they're um, they're literally in costco's though will they are in Co well walmart they're in warehouses yeah basically yeah, which is where you uh, keep bulks amount of people <laughs> no you no products think about it I'd, I'd like okay. to spend all don't, day in Costco, but not under these conditions. <laughs> yeah, they got great no. pants there. Yeah. Okay, okay, but don't fear, everybody. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and the progressives are here to save the day. The House Democrats have all agreed on a bill to make the sick rooms nicer, the Costco sick rooms. They're, they're, the bill is going to require food and hygiene and beds for the kids. Uh, and since we're an inept country in general, it's going to take over a week just to get a chance to match that House bill up with the Senate version of the bill. And then after that, hopefully not get vetoed by Trump. And that bill is going to cost the American taxpayer $4.5 billion just to get the government to make the, the temporary holding facilities nicer and put a temporary Band-Aid on this horrible fucking situation. Yeah. Well, there, there's, your wall, the there's your wall. <laughs> there's your fucking wall. Four point five billion. You just uh, divide four point five billion amongst all the people that are detained, and they're they're going back to Mexico and Central America happy. Just take care of it. It that just way. doesn't. I mean, what the dollars and cents just don't make. The, the government is just so inept. McConnell says, "quote The idea here is to get a signature." Unquote. So with that kind of a mindset, you can tell that this bill is just going to be comprehensive and get everything done. No, you can tell that it's going to do jack shit and it's just going to be some rushed through piece of shit that only got through because people earmarked it and made deals with one another. It's bullshit. McConnell's really talking um, about getting an autograph right now. He needs to focus on getting a bill passed. 
Yeah, well, he's going to. It's just it's going to be some watered-down piece of crap. Meanwhile, AOC <laughs> is standing with Wayfair employees who plan to walk off the job on Wednesday in protest that the company is selling beds to the detention centers, you know, the kids that need beds. Uh, the employees wanted the company to donate all of the sales money, all sales made uh, from these beds to charities to help the kids. But the CEO said, no, we can't do that because we're a business and we have to make money. And I guess then the progressive choice in this situation that these employees are making is to outright protest the kids getting the beds altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it's because they're going to walk off the job so that the beds can't get sent. And I guess it's better for them to be right and the kids to get a, the beds from just another company who the government's going to buy them from. Yeah, come on. So Use common sense, Wayfair they employees. Just w- they just want a few free days off. Have, have a little bit of pride in your product. You know what I'm saying? Know that you have the best bed and know that this is the any, only way that those sleepy kids are going to get some rest. You would think that that's like you'd be honored. I, oh, yeah, I'm going to make these beds faster. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyways, all these dummies need to be listening to what we've been saying for months, which is that you need to get the resources to the courts to clear these immigration case, case backlogs and clear out the detained Im- immigrant population. Like, what? You know, why are we building up the Costco's full of starving people in the first place? You got to figure out a way not to do that. Um, yeah. Maybe they could just take all the money they're paying themselves and do that. I don't know. These maroons on Capitol Hill just too busy arguing with, the other, with each other. I doubt that we're going to see any progress. Well, I gave the so. suggestion, and it's the Red Rover suggestion, and I'm, I'm positive that that's the best possible scenario. Yeah. So men and, I think, men and fat kids getting over. No, I swear, the women are going to get through. <laughs> They're, you, you're really <laughs> underestimating how fast <laughs> these women are. Red Rover is probably, I don't know, it, it sounds better than spending $4.5 billion to make our... It, like uh, holding detention centers nicer. Red Rover, by the uh, way, is like a pedophile's favorite game. Just run into me. Oh, you fell. <laughs> Just saying. All right, taking it to the internet. At, <laughs> taking it to the internet at AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She says, Wayfair workers couldn't stomach they were making beds to cage children. So I guess the beds are going to cage the children. Uh, they asked the company to stop. CEO said no. Tomorrow, they're walking out. This is what solidarity looks like. A reminder that everyday people have real power as long as we're brave enough to use it. How does she Thank even God know? you're so brave, AOC. How does she even know? She talked to them. There's going to be two people walking out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> they said 547 have, have, have uh, pledged to walk. We'll see. I remember the, the walkout at Herndon Middle School that didn't happen. Remember? Sorry. Long story, and I'm worked up, but the border situation is fucking terrible, and both parties need to work together to fix this shit. Stop fucking around on Capitol Hill. Amen. Hell yeah. All right, guys, let's get into the uh, Democratic debate previews. So it's a huge, huge night for nerds tonight and tomorrow as the Democratic candidates kick off debates from Miami, the only city in the U.S. where six out of ten residents aren't aware that their city is part of the U.S. Uh, the action heats up at 9 p.m. Eastern. I can't wait. you saying all uh, Democrats are nerds? No, I'm saying people that are into politics, the first Democratic debate, are nerds. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would <laughs> agree, I mean, which makes us nerds, but also there's no sports on, so... It's true. It can be have mass appeal. This is our Super Bowl. Look, there will be a 20, <laughs> a total of 20 candidates battling it out on stage, trying to one-up each other while simultaneously talking about how much different they are than the president. At the same time, awkwardly trying to not alienate his audience. That's that's something I'm really excited about because they know that Trump's a, a foe to be battled with. And, and whoever comes out of this uh, Democratic debate as the as the front runner is still going to have to win over some Trumpians if they want to be the president. 
Yeah, but you got to be brash to do that. I think you got to just go balls to the wall you, if you're trying to win a, win people over. Do you yeah. think that any of these people are going to try the Trump tactic at the debate and just insult because it worked so effectively? Oh, for yeah. like when he remember when he like stood over Hillary like breathing on her real hard? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, was it at the debate he talked about her period? Anyway, look, each night we'll see ten mostly old white candidates, uh, and the candidates were randomly selected to pe- to appear on each night. So. There was no rhyme or reason. It was just totally random on who got picked on what night. Uh, mm-hmm. And candidates will have one minute to answer questions and then 30 seconds to respond to follow-ups. And 10 people is too fucking many, so it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Which night is Yang on? He's on, right? Yang's on Thursday. That's okay. the big night. Yang's on Thursday? That's the wow. big night. But, Pat, you read that with a straight face saying that that shit was, like, picked randomly. You you look When you read the lineups, you know Thursday was clearly set up to be the main event. Whoa, whoa, okay. But do you think the DNC fucked around with it because they have a favorite? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. DNC up to the old tricks. All right, let's see. Look, uh, the thing that's going to be different about these debates, guys, and the thing you're going to be able to really look forward to is that you're going to have a lot more attractive no, for politics, candidates than you're used to seeing. And I can guarantee that uh, you're going to have more than a few teens in the D.C. page program in D.C. praying they don't have to stand up for any reason while they're watching the debates, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You got Kirsten Gillibrand, hot for politics. Cam- Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, hot for politics. Tulsi Gabbard, hot for politics and are from Hawaii. And then you got Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are all like elderly people besides Tulsi Gabbard. So t- the four politics asterisks is t- definitely. I mean, but if point. you had to bang a politician. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You start with Bernie, then you're going to Kirsten, then you're going to Kamala. Anyway, look, uh, Wednesday is truly the warm up round. Guys. Not me. Uh, with Thursday being the real star-studded event. Uh, this, but the standouts on Wednesday are former Texas congressperson Beto O'Rourke. You got New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, New York City Mayor Mil De, Bill de Blasio, and then uh, the, the crown jewel, if you will, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. So if you're saying the DNC set this up, that's because they want Warren to... Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was an arranged slaughter. It was just Warren's going to a chance. Yeah, yeah. she's going to do the stone cold Steve Austin beer chug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, yeah, she's she, gonna French she, French kiss her husband while yeah. chugging and then Let chug a beer him. after and just out debate the I'm fuck relatable. out of everybody. Look how relatable. I am. <laughs> Let me bring out my husband for this beer chug. <laughs> so those are the stars on Wednesday, if you can call them that. On the other end of the spectrum, you got a number of candidates who uh, their children don't didn't even know they were running uh, and who really no one knows at all. So get ready for these people to leave no impression on you whatsoever. That's Washington Governor Jay Inslee and Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar. No idea. Uh, anyway, Thursday is the main event. That's what we're really stoked for. So tonight, you know, get warmed up, uh, but really get ready for Thursday. That's when the heavy hitters come out because you got uh, you got the current poll leader, Joey Biden, Uncle Touchy Joe, and you got rising star mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and super genius Pete Buttigieg, and you got California Senator Kamala Harris, and then uh, you got Bernie, baby. It's definitely Kamala. Also, uh, did you see if if uh, no, Joe was allowed to debate in aviators? I'm sure he would if he could, because he's definitely got his pilot's license. I'm excited to see at what length Joe keeps people while hugging or greeting them publicly. Uh, oh, he's bringing it in close. Let's get to the issues, guys. Healthcare is going to be big. And Bernie, who's got one of the probably the most well-known healthcare platform because it's crazy, called Medicare for All. It's a single-player plan, which would be a, a government-run healthcare plan paid for taxpayers, paid for by taxpayers. Uh, and look, 
you know, no one wants the government to run your health care. That's that's the truth. Everyone probably hey, should is have going to cut out all the insurance companies making hand over fist money. It sounds like it's not going to happen. Whereas Elizabeth Warren, yeah. Bernie wants to buy the universe. She does. And she wants he wants to give it away. <laughs> Whereas Elizabeth Warren will literally take no stance whatsoever on how to get her Medicare for all utopia passed. And luckily uh, for Warren, her fierce rivals, Biden and Sanders, won't be on her stage on Wednesday. And uh, look, a lot of people are saying that Warren is going to be the star of the debates. But I think the only superlative she will have at the end of Wednesday night is candidate who speaks most like she's in a library. Uh, she did, however, pick hmm. up a lot of points going into the polls. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, in the polls going into the debates, gaining a lot of traction on Uncle Joe. Hmm. So who do you think on Wednesday is going to upstage her? I, she's just not that electric. That's the, So I just I think like maybe Cory Booker, maybe. Let's see. Oh, man. No. Well, we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Um, immigration also is going to be a hotly contested subject. Uh but with candidates battling back and forth to see who has the best plan for immigrants to become U.S. citizens. Uh, if I hear Red Rover tomorrow, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Uh, this is going to be a hot, hot little potato for giraffe-necked Beto O'Rourke. So keep an eye out for him to mention how many country or counties there are in the state of Texas. and that he's, Oh, he's from El Paso. Oh, he's, my God. Gonna, he loves, he's going to bring that up a billion times. I think now. it's like 236. He'll say it tomorrow night, so we'll, we'll know. <laughs> uh, in addition to uh, drinking during the debates, I threw a little action on the games, guys. Uh, so Ooh. there's this website called sportsbetting.ag uh, that it has, has a couple interesting lines. And I've got heavy action on Trump to tweet Sleepy Joe more than one and a half times at plus 300. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've got plus 195 for Trump to tweet about Pocahontas, which I think is a lock. Yeah, they sound like locks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, the Sleepy Joe twice, that's tough. Does he, can he, does he have to say it twice in one tweet or does he have to do two separate tweets? Believe it or not, these lines are not very well defined, Will. <laughs> Probably two separate tweets. Yeah. That one I would be a little nervous on. Plus three hundred, yeah. understandable. But the plus one ninety five on Pocahontas is a is a lock. Does he have I to mean, spell Pocahontas correctly? Doesn't say. That's a good. Yeah, I think there could Probably be a loop, so. loophole in there. Anyway, guys, get stoked tonight. We're going to be live tweeting the debates and uh, and really just getting hammered while we watch uh, a couple politicians go down in flames. Yeah, but we'll have a recap show for you tomorrow. So. All right. Nice. Moving on to the lightning round. There's a widely held belief that procrastination is a bad thing, but life isn't so black and white. Sometimes you can procrastinate your way into never buying life insurance because you're like, why do I need life insurance? I'm not going to die. But then you realize later in life, maybe you are going to die. So you do need life insurance. And that's today. Well, congratulations. You've procrastinated your way into a very easy way to get life insurance with Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for insurance online. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find the best price. And Policy Genius doesn't make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. So if you need life insurance, but you've been busy doing literally anything else, check out Policy Genius. It's the easy way to compare all the top insurers and find the best value for you. PolicyGenius.com. Nobody wants to shop for life insurance. That's why we've made it easy. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. Uh, following new sanctions that President Trump shoved up Iran's leader's asses this week, mainly aimed at its superior leader, Ayatollah Ali uh, something. Uh, Khomeini. Pr- what, how, how do you say Khomeini. 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 I think they all have like the same name. Yeah. Oh, really? Ali? That's the Ayatollah racist, always bro. says. No, like the Khomeini thing, or the last, uh, whatever. 
All right, gotcha. Their 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 <laughs> president honestly didn't know that they had a president. Obviously, when you have an ayatollah, your president means nothing. But their president, yes man, uh, Hassan Rouhani, uh, took to Twitter and said the move proved that our president and White House are mentally retarded. Whoa, hard R. Yeah, hard R. Hard R. And as 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 uh, Hard Factor Will uh, pointed out in his uh, tweet earlier today, um, it's it's a. Uh, a little politically incorrect, and they're, they're living in the Stone Age with that, those hard R's. A little insensitive over there in Iran, yeah. huh? you got to believe that everything Hassan Rouhani says, uh, people are like, yeah, okay, did you check with the Ayatollah? Oh, that's that's Oh, definitely. first question he's asked yeah. all the time. He's not, he's not doing anything on his <laughs> he's own. He's got a shirt that says, yes, I checked with the Ayatollah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, President Trump couldn't help himself, and why would he in this case? Uh, he responded <laughs> to the His wife tweet. got him that mug for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I know you did, honey. Because I know course. you did. Otherwise, they behead you. It's a good T-shirt. We come here. Look into that. Um, so, President Trump, of course, responded to the tweet saying that the tweet shows Iran's leaders quote do not understand reality, and clearly they do not. They are a country that literally forces women to not show their sexy skin. Uh, I mean, I've seen some women walking around the U.S. that this should be enforced on, but I think they might be a little happy over there if they had some uh, bare legs and and uh, you know boobs walking around those hot streets. Just to, oh yeah, just you know. Yeah, I mean, might be a little happier. You've seen pictures. You've seen pictures of Iran in the seventies, right? Like, I mean, the women were looking good. They're still looking good. They're just they're just burked up now. You know what I mean? Too too covered. Yeah, still looking good. I can't remember the Iran seventies pictures, but I'll look them up now. You see it now? Yeah, check them out. Um, and in San Francisco, uh, is finally tackling a very important problem their city is facing. The homeless problem? Nope, it's not people shitting everywhere in the streets, Pat. It's uh, those pesky e-cigs, and San Francisco wants them out, so it's becoming the first city in America to ban their sale. Um, and this is funny because e-cig powerhouse Jewel actually started in San Francisco. Um, yep, born and bred. Yeah, <laughs> so clearly they're not giving enough kickbacks to politicians there. Um, in a statement given by Jewel, it said the new ordinance would, quote, drive former adult smokers who successfully switched to vapor products back to deadly cigarettes. It would also deny the opportunity to switch for current adult smokers and create a thriving black market instead of addressing <laughs> the actual causes of underage access and use. Uh, yo, I got that Jewel. You got, got that, that jewel. jewel. This is so fucking dumb, and I'll tell you why. San Francisco <laughs> is one of the most expensive cities in the world because it has some of the smartest people in the world who literally run our globe, and that's tech bros, and tech bros love to vape. If you're sitting yeah. at your goddamn computer for 15 hours a day writing brilliant code, you don't have time for smoke breaks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, their, it's like their staple product. It's like Wes was saying. Jewel, like the biggest company of this in the world, is from there. And also, you know, I don't know. I'm sure they're making Kamala Harris proud. That's I believe that's her uh, where she's from. Originally. Well, it's really stupid because it's aimed at like, uh, you know, getting rid of underage vape users, but they still allow the sale of real cigarettes. So young people Thank can God. still get those, uh, you know, so enjoy your astronomical rent and bad decisions. Uh, you dummies. Um, and in more sleazy uh, politician news, Representative Duncan Hunter, the representative from California who recently made some headlines for his controversial appearance on Barstool's other great government show, Zero Block 30, check that out, is not only a murderous war criminal, but also an embezzler of campaign funds. It seems he and his wife diverted uh, $250,000 worth of campaign funds he received into a little fund they called Vacations and Tuition for the Kids. No, oh, that's a shame. They should have taken, I wish they'd taken those vacations to the Dominican Republic, you know what I mean? Oh. What, with the kids? No, I mean, not the kids. Duncan Hunt. Duncan Hunter is a like easily forgettable name. You know what I mean? Duncan Hunter. Like, How many Duncans you met in your life? I met one. I don't know. I I wouldn't week. remember that name if you told it to me. Yeah, it, I think you got to be careful with somebody named Duncan Hunter. Just Duncan Hines is all I can think of. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, Duncan in his own little uh, had his own little account he used donations for called uh, cheating on my wife like the scumbag I am because it is alleged he had as many as five extramarital affairs while in office allegedly uh, Duncan's wife Margaret has already pleaded guilty and has agreed to cooperate with prosecutors I assume after finding out that uh, he was cheating on her so trial is set for September and we will keep you updated on uh, this scumbag you know a lot of people have that account but it seems dumb to name it that it's, yeah you shouldn't name it that. it seems like he's gonna get found out you could yeah. name it Something yeah. a little bit more discreet, you yeah. know. And what's that guy's name again? Duncan. I forgot. Yeah, me too. Duncan Hines Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you again for listening. Again, smash that five star rating on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hard Factor News. Hey, who we got? Who we got this week on the show? Oh yeah, we got some special guests coming up. Uh, what tomorrow is? Kate, PFT, PFT commentary. Oh, tomorrow's PFT should be PFT tomorrow. Sorry. Live from live from the debates in Miami. Nice, yeah, well, that's going to be awesome. And then th- uh, Thursday for the Friday show that we're bringing everyone out of the goodness of our hearts is uh, Kate from uh, Zero Block Thirty, who we can maybe talk about the Zero uh, the Duncan Hunter a little bit more. But uh, yeah, we got some guests this week, so hell, stay hell tuned. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, have a great fucking day as always, and we will see you tomorrow.